0: Hey, this is Adam White. I'm the pastor of New Beginning Assembly of God, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today, and our hope and prayer is that this podcast inspires you, builds your faith, and lets you know that God cares and He loves you. Enjoy the message. Amen. Isaiah chapter number 43, verse 15. It says, I am the Lord your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power, they shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinct. They are quenched as tow. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. This is what I feel like the Lord had spoken to me about us, about our church And I'm going to use some things, you know, that are going to be talking about the church universal, amen, but also about us as well. But this is what the Lord shared to me and was dealing with me this week, and I want to talk to you this morning about what season are you in? What season are you in? Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you, God, for just... Feeling your awesome presence here this morning we thank you God for the music we thank you Lord for the time of worship we thank you God for the time of communion that we had and father now we thank you that we're going to going to not only just break the bread of life that God we may just hear what you would have us to hear this morning Lord this is a word I feel like for your for us for new beginning assembly of God. And I just ask God that you would just be so real and minister to us right now this morning, God. I just pray that your anointing would just overshadow me as I deliver what you have given me to your precious saints this morning. And I give you thanks and honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. What season are you in? What season are you in? You know, I have come to realize that I am uh, I am 36, I'm going to be 37 in October. But I realize that I'm an old soul, Sister Cat. <laughs> I just love. Uh, and when I talk about an old soul, I'm talking about mostly music. I love the old songs and all of that. I love the duo. Oh, I love when um, PBS used to do that special and have all the original people do like Blue Moon, Earth Angel. Oh, I just love, I just love, I like that kind of music. The 50s, and then going back to the... Uh, you know, I said I like Otis Redd and Lil Richard and and um, the 60s. I like the 60s. And as I was beginning to think about the, uh, what I wanted to talk about and God was revealing some things, this song came into my remembrance, and I love this song. It was done in the 60s by a group called The Birds. And it was called Turn, Turn, Turn. <laughs> To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, 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 and a time to every purpose under heaven. Amen. They took a scripture found in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse number 1, that says, To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose. Under the heavens, amen? And so as I began to think about that, I kind of chuckled and laughed and said, yeah, I like that song. (laughs) I like to listen to that and the whole things. But as I began to think and meditate, I began to write down and say that seasons are a part of our lives, (laughs) amen? That seasons are just a, a natural fact in our lives. And I guess maybe I thought about this more because of the season that we're in now in the natural. Right now we went from, you know, I only have have about 33 homes, rental homes available to rent. And so all of those were booked last not this Saturday, but last Saturday. This past Saturday, everybody left. And I only had three homes book. (laughs) And I began to look at that and I began to think, why in the world am I not having so many people come? Well, I began to do some research. Brother Waddell and I found that uh, in North Carolina, they've already at school. They started like at the end of July. Then I found out that Georgia and all them, they're in school. They're in school this. Uh, they started school this week, and so other, so many other places that you know that, uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, God bless them, Georgia and Alabamans and all of those people. But you know, it's like. You know, I appreciate when they're here, but I also appreciate when they leave. <laughs> hey ben. hey Amen. So this is a time where things are going to be, I like to say, quote-unquote, back to normal. Back to normal, meaning that, you know, uh, Marcy called me after work and said, Can you just bring something to home to eat for dinner? And I said, Yeah. So I went to... Uh, I got something from the Raw Bar, and I'll tell you what, it is very good. They're called Steak Skewers. And you get, um, you can get an appetizer or a meal. If you get the appetizer, it is plenty big, and they're about that big. They are huge, they're so good. I got that, marshmallow and peppers. And do you know that I found a parking space for every one of those areas? And I walked to them. And all of that stuff, and I thought, well, yep, yeah, this is the season where all of the summer and the busyness is leaving. Now it's still hot, <laughs> but it's summer is over. That season is dwindling down, it's over, it's finished with. Not only is that season over, but there's a new season coming, Brother Jonathan. There's a new season that starts this next week, school. School starts. And that's the time where me and Sister Marcy are going to have to go and do some school shopping and buy some clothes and, and threaten the kids. Well, I don't have to do so much for Paisley because she goes to the faith Christian, so she has a uniform. Well with Britt, I have to sit him down and sit son I spent money on these clothes if you ruin these clothes I tell you what i and I threaten them with you gonna all you' gonna wear is just a garbage bag and you just gonna run around and I don't you know how we used to do with kids and I, I bought these nice clothes now y'all treat them not the nice, nice shoes and all that stuff he's good though he's just clumsy sometimes <laughs> but amen now it's the start of things slowing down and we're now changing to school seasons again are a part of our lives the weather we have winter spring summer fall each one bringing something new life brings its new seasons the school as i mentioned a baby being born is a new season in a in a family's life marriage is is something that is new season in our lives as well. All different things, but one thing about it, seasons bring change. Seasons bring change. It's the notion of out with the old and in with the new. Amen? Oh, soon our weather... Well, <laughs> I have known it to be hot all up until January, <laughs> but, <clears throat> but I know sometimes eventually our weather will change, but I know that you will see our, our beautiful beaches and the grass, the dunes and all of that, where it had green now is going to be turning a little yellow, a little brownish. Even our grass out here in the front is going to change. It is going to die. Sister Liz, it, we're going to have to look and see about cutting back some of these plants and trimming all those things. Get rid of some of that old. Amen. There's going to be some changes. One thing I love during the winter months is the dogwood trees. Oh, they're so just ugly during the winter. Uh, summertime and all that, but oh, when the fall comes, ooh, they get so pretty. I love those dogwoods. But seasons bring about change. New experiences and change. Clothes, we're going to change clothes. We're going to wear long, we're used to wearing short sleeves, now we're going to wear long sleeves. Restaurants and businesses are going to be, sometimes they close because there's not that many people. And people change from being busy going around and all of that, doing vacation and all that, to now being busy, (laughs) they're busy trying to relax. And now they're going to be busy trying to do work stuff. (laughs) Busy, 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 busy. Busy trying to get in that last minute vacation. Busy trying to, now that's going to change to busy hurrying up getting them kids to school. Busy making sure they do all of their work. Seasons can be good or bad. I'm trying to hurry. I know I'm taking a little bit long here. A time in our life that we face ready or not. There are Seasons in our lives where they just come unexpectedly, unannounced. They just are here, good or bad. It's a time that we can excel or a time where we fail. It's a time of great gain or it can be a time of loss. I'm talking about the natural here. But I also want to talk too about the spiritual. We also experience the spiritual seasons. In our life, seasons that teach us, seasons that strengthen us, seasons that draw us closer, and each one bring a change to our lives. Seasons sometimes are things that we don't like because of the change. Like I don't like summer, but I love fall. I don't like winter, but I love spring. There are times where I don't like the seasons that I'm in. And there are times that you yourself, you are in seasons now. I don't know about, and, you know, but there's just you feel and it's hard to explain, but it's just this feeling that you have that you are in some type of season. Whether it's a good season or a bad season, I don't know. You, you know that. But it is time, it is that season where it changes us. That's something that kept running into my mind. Seasons always bring a change. Seasons always bring something with it. Amen. Whether to change you on an outlook, bringing you closer, humbling yourself. Whatever seasons come to change us. And as we enter, I feel like we are going into a new season. I'll never forget what a a pastor told me in a a meeting one time, and I and I think I I hope I get this right, but it says like as the pastor, he said, You're really the only one that can hear the change coming on your church a little bit i mean there's maybe some of you kind of feel like there's maybe something going on but maybe there's something uh a change coming and i don't please i don't want to scare (laughs) y'all Uh, let, let me throw that out I'm not wanting to scare you. I'm not wanting to say, all right, now we're going to do a building plan or we're going to rip up something or two. No, 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 no. Uh, please, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing like that. So I want I want to keep your mind at ease on that this morning. But I feel there is a change coming. I feel that there is and I want to say this, and this may reiterate again when I say, I don't sense a physical change, a physical season, but it's a spiritual season. I just feel that way, Nanny. I feel that there is something, a new season is coming to our church. Amen? I I just feel that way. I can't explain it to you I don't even have an inkling or imagination of what I could tell you what it is but it's kind of like you know I've known people that will go out and the the sky would be clear and they'll go oh it's fixing to rain and I'm thinking what yes I smell it it's gonna rain or oh this leg yeah it's tingling Oh, there's something going on. There's yep. Uh, bad weather's coming. What? The sky's as blue as all get out. We went to um to my sister-in-law's house and we went swimming for a little bit. And in the afternoon, and we looked, and you know, it was fine weather until all of a sudden we looked and this big old black cloud came. And with it we saw the rain coming, and we said, oh, I guess we got to get out now. <laughs> Amen. These seasons come in unexpected times. Seasons will come and sometimes hit us. And we don't even didn't even expect it. <laughs> they just come. But folks, I sense in the spirit a season for this church. I don't know if it's going to be good, and I don't know if it's going to be bad, but I know that it's coming. We pray that it's good. But well, there's a season coming. And folks, I just want to, uh, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm preaching a lot longer than what I wanted. But I just want to tell you three things that we must understand when we're getting, or we feel like there's a new season coming our way. There's three things, and they're found, what, I re- what we read in Isaiah 43. Uh, 43 verses 1 through 5 says this, But now thus saith the Lord, the created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. When thou pass through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burnt, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel. Thy Savior I gave Egypt for thy ransom. Ethiopia and Saba for thee, since thou wast precious in my sight. Thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. Folks, let me tell you something. When you're beginning into a new season in your life, you must remember that God has not forgotten you. God has not forgotten you. Whether it's a good season or it's a bad season, folks, God has not forgotten about you. When we read that first verse, that first verse all the way through the fifth, we actually see the demonstration of God's love to his people. Let me give you a little history here. You see, this is a time, scholars say that this is either a time before or, at, or during when the, when the uh, children of Israel were enslaved to Babylon. And Isaiah is writing this to his people. And God is reminding them. I, I, in my personal view, I feel like this was written during the time when they were in captivity. But he is reminding them I have not forgotten you. I love you. And folks, I want to tell you, God loves us. He sent his son for us. For God so loved the world. Not for God so loved new beginning. Not so God so loved the assemblies of God. Not God so loved only a certain few, but so God so loved the world. He loved us that He gave His Son. God loves you. God cares for you. God has not forgotten about you. Oh, there are times, church, in our seasons that we are in where we feel as though God has forgotten us. When we deal with things in our life, God just has forgotten about us sometimes. Come on, I feel that way sometimes. Come on, I feel like maybe God has forgotten the times that I've been faithful. God has maybe forgotten the times and the sacrifices that I've done. God has maybe forgotten some things. But folks, you just got to remember he hadn't. Oh, hallelujah. He said, oh, I created you. I made you. I formed thee. There's no reason to fear. I've redeemed thee. Listen, when you go through bad things, I'll be with you. When you pass through the water, it's not going to overtake you. But notice we still got to pass through the water. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That don't mean that, oh, this bad water is going to come. No, he's just going to, no, he's not going to skirt us. We sometimes have to go through the water, but it's not going to overtake us. Then he says, oh, you go through the fire, but it won't burn us. But it don't say we still not feel the heat. You know, there are times where when we have a bonfire at the beach, we can feel the heat. It don't burn us. But we can feel the heat. And sometimes if you get too close to it, oh, you can feel it a little bit as it burns. But it don't burn. Sometimes, folks, we go through things and we go through bad times and maybe we're in a season in our life where we are in stuck or or something, but God has not forgotten about you. God has always been with you. And I love this part. He's saying, I'm the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom. Ethiopia and Saba for thee. I looked that up and a scholar had said, you know what he's basically saying? He said, you know, I could have chosen anybody because Egypt was a lot better than you lot. (laughs) They were a mighty people. Ethiopia was a mighty people. But I chose you. I chose you, Israel. I made you. I chose you. I wasn't looking for the best of the best. Aren't you glad God don't look for the best of the best? Because I wouldn't be up here in this pulpit, I'm afraid. If it was the best of the best, I, uh-uh, I probably wouldn't be able to dart the door. But God don't look that way. He looks at those that he can ply and use. He looks for those that are willing to say, God, send me. I'll do it. Yes, Lord, I'll follow you. I'll do your will. I'll do your way. And he leads us sometimes to some seasons. But he never forgets us. Oh, if you leave this place, I don't care anything else. I say, church, don't you dare forget that God don't forget about you. I'm telling you, it may get hard and it may get hot sometimes, but God in heaven has not forsaken you, has not forgotten about you. God was reminding his people that despite their wrongdoings and failures, he still loved them. Because we still have to understand they're in captivity for a reason. They disobeyed God. They did not do what God asked them to do. And he warned them repeatedly. And he said, trouble is coming. If you don't repent, trouble's coming. And they didn't. They got worse. But folks, let me tell you something. Did that stop God from loving his people? No. No. It didn't It didn't stop them from God loving them. He still cared for them. He still loved them. He still, they were still the apple of his eye. He loved them. And folks, there are times and maybe a season that we're in that we may fail. Where we may come up short. Where maybe we just didn't do what we were supposed to do. And we're now in a season because of our own failures. But folks, whether God put you there or you did, he hadn't forgot you. He hadn't forsaken you. He hadn't said, oh, while in your own misery, that's what you get. You know, sometimes Brit does something wrong or something, he gets in trouble, he gets on restriction paisley or something like that. Yeah, that's what you get. You did something wrong and, oh, can't have this, can't do this now. Oh, that's what you get. God punishes or he chastises. But he says that he chastised those that he loves. He chast, he chastens us. And sometimes we're in a season, maybe God again led us there, or maybe we let ourselves there but he had forgotten us. He still loves us and he's still waiting. He's still saying, God, I'm sorry. You know, and I believe it's in Proverbs where it says a righteous man will, will fall seven times and picks himself up. Something like that. I, 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 it escapes me, but it's paraphrasing, something like that. Folks, we got to pick ourselves up and we got to go on. God had forgotten us. Amen. Oh, I'm running a little late here. The second thing is this, and I want you to listen to me. Sit down, cat. <laughs> I'm joking. Have a good day at work. <laughs> you must forget the past. Uh-oh. You must forget the past. Now, when I read that, that is in verse 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. What's funny is when you read the other verses before that, God talks about, oh, how He delivered the children of Israel. How He did all these things and, and brought them out and, and saved them and, and all of these things that He was bringing back to remembrance what they did in Egypt. And now he says, Listen, you got to forget the past. So that bothered me a little bit. Because <laughs> I remember I preached a sermon that said, Don't forget the past. Now God is saying here, Forget the past. And I begin to look at that and I begin to do a little bit of study. And someone said it this way. And I'm going to read this. As Israel, as Isaiah writes prophetically to Israel, they were mired in the desperate circumstances of captivity and exile. God wants to put their eyes on the new work he will do. So it begins with a reminder To not remember the former things. If they are stuck in the failure and sin and discouragement of the past, they will never go forward to the new thing God has for them. Because, of course, when you read verse 19, it says, God says, Behold, I'm going to do a new thing. the and I, I like what i said on wednesday from the book it's uh if i can remember it rightly it says the past is our memories and the future is in our imagination folks i do believe that we are not to forget our past but what we find here is a people that were stuck in misery because of what they did and they're saying God is saying don't for you've got to forget the past forget your failures forget your disappointments forget what you did to the past that calls wrong forget those things because we can't live in the past whether the past was good or whether it was bad I don't I don't believe he was saying we're supposed to forget and 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 just embrace new The author said um, in, in the commentary on here, he wrote and he brought up something. He said Acts 17 and 21, it said that we can err as the people of Athens did who spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. There is a constant, I feel that people are always looking for the new, always looking for the best, always looking, and folks sometimes, the past, <laughs> what my Papa White used to say is don't fix something that ain't broke. But the past, and the Bible speaks about this in Scripture, was that the Old Testament was for our uh, remembrance, but for our understanding is what it says. I don't believe we're supposed to forget the past. I just don't think we're supposed to live in it. And I believe that's what he was telling them. Don't focus on your failures. Don't focus on the bad that you did. Don't focus and just say, well, God, you know, I don't think you can do this because look at what I did. Look at the trouble we caused. Look at all. God, you've forsaken us. You brought us here. How are you ever going to say you're going to do a a new thing when all that we've experienced is bad, 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 bad? Folks, when we go into a new season, We must forget the past failures, the past things that we've come up short on. And we are to embrace the new. And let me do a word of caution here. New doesn't always mean best. Sometimes it says here that new can be an idol. That we can just crave new. Crave it so much that we just throw, what is it? Throw the baby out with the dishwater. <laughs> I believe that's the same. We're just throwing everything just because we're looking for something new. I'm reminded of what, a, what the national youth director said to, said to us at a meeting. And he said, this new generation is not looking for uh, black ceilings and fogs and light strobes and all of that kind of stuff. They're looking for genuine love. And folks, that's what I'm telling you here tonight, today. They're looking for something. And the new isn't going to give it to them. They're looking for something. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm going to close with this last thought. The three things that we've got to remember when we enter into a season. God hadn't forgotten us. We've got to forget the past. And our past is what I'm talking about, our failures. And God has something planned for you. God has something planned for you. When God sends a season into our life, it's not just because He just wants to laugh or He just has, He just, oh, oops, I'll, I'll I'll just put you here. I don't know, you know, He puts us in seasons for a reason. For us to learn from, for us to glean with, for us to take us into new heights and new depths. Sometimes those seasons are good and we love those good seasons. But sometimes we learn, we've got to learn also in our bad seasons. But in verse 19, he said, Behold, I'll do a new thing and it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I, I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beast of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls, because I, have, I give water in the wilderness and rivers and the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my Praise. So he's already telling them, Listen, I'm doing a new thing. Oh, the rivers are gonna come and spring up, and the animals are gonna give praise, and you're gonna give the praise. Give me praise for all these new and wonderful things. What is he telling them? He's saying to them, I've got a plan for you. Some scholar says that he's talking about when Jesus comes that second time, not the rapture, but the second time when he makes all things. Well, but folks, let me tell you, he's got a plan for you and I. He's got a direction for us that when we're in a season, whatever it may be, God's got a plan for putting us there. He's got something cooked up for us to know that we can depend on him, that we can trust him, that he hadn't forgotten us, that he says, forget forget your failures. Forget your sad. You know, <laughs> I've been singing that sad, Otis Redding, that sad song. Sad song's all I know. Don't sing those sad songs. Don't remember those past mistakes. You ever had that? Where all of a sudden you're just driving or walking out and you're just minding your own business and all of a sudden a thought just comes in on something you did 10, 25 years ago and you're thinking... Why in the world did I do this? That was so stupid back then. There's stuff that I remember when I did in high school. And I've done almost 20 years out of high school. And I'm thinking, and here I am, I'm getting embarrassed. And I'm thinking, Lord, why did I do that? Why did I do that? And I'm thinking, well, Lord, that was so long ago. But see, sometimes that past, if we're not careful, it will just rob us. It'll rob us. And we'll begin to look at the past and say, God, we forget those things that he's done for us and remember those failures that what we didn't do for him. The things that we didn't do. But he says, forget it. Go on. Pick yourself back up. Dust your feet off of your, dust the sand off of your knees. Get back up. I've got a plan for you. There is a purpose for the season I brought you into. There is a purpose and a plan that I've got for you. Between the captivity in Babylon and the return to Israel. From Babylon to Israel. Laid hundreds of miles of wilderness. Wilderness. It was not a trip to Panama. <laughs> it, was not a, it was not that. But it was a treacherous way to go back. Remember when I spoke a lot about Ezra, and he said they were fixing to leave. And as they were packed up, ready to go, he said, before we leave this thing, we got to pray. <laughs> because I told the king we don't need... Soldiers and we don't need all this stuff. God's gonna protect us. And then he looked at that wilderness and he said, We gotta pray. <laughs> we gotta pray. Folks, I'm telling you. We may look and see a mighty desolate place. Or we may say see springs of green and water. But God has a plan for us in that season. And I want to conclude with this. When you read on verses 22 to 28, you see there again, God is telling them, I've said all these wonderful good things about you and these thoughts and these plans and these things, but you haven't sacrificed to me. You haven't given yourself to me. He said, you know, I would blot out your transgression. One of those verses says, you know what? I'm a God that I'd blot out your transgressions. If you just give them to me, if you just confess it to me, I'd wipe it clean, but you haven't. But he said, if you would, if you would, I would do all of these things for you. We may not understand the season we're in, but we know God has not abandoned us. God hasn't forsaken us. And folks, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just telling you what I just feel. And God has not given me specifics. But I just know there's a season coming. There's a new season coming our way. And folks, it's a time where we have to understand that God had forgotten us. That we've got to forget the failures and the mistakes of the past. And we've got to know that God's brought us this season our way, for a purpose, for a plan, for a divine appointment. Would you stand this morning? Thank you for joining us. A special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you this ministry is possible. You can click the link in the description to give now or visit newbeginningag.com gift for more information. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, you can share it with your friends, you can click the share button to post on any of your social media pages. Thanks again for listening and God bless you.